Good afternoon, all. Steve Parisi here at IBC Global. Hope your day is off to a great start. We have a special guest here, back for the second time, Dr. Ace. How are you, my friend? I'm great. Yeah. Uh, Good drugs have kicked in. <laughs> it's, it's the nice weather behind you. <laughs> exactly. We exactly. do have a sunny day in, in the Northwest, though, so it's good. Gotcha. Up in Washington, correct? Washington State's where you live. Yeah. Olympia, Washington, the state capital south of Seattle, about an hour. Got it. I'm on the other side over in the Poconos, Pennsylvania, but yes. it's, it's sunny here too. Beautiful. Very nice. Well, what we want to talk about today um, is something that I've seen you do extremely well with your clients um, and for other business owners as well, which uh, you describe it as financial freedom, right? Well, that's a term that's used quite a bit, but let's Let's brand this today as Dr. Ace's Guide to Financial Freedom. Freedom, um, And you've got a lot of good case studies with respect to yourself and your clients. So you coach endodontists. You've also got some books out there for dentists as well. How to really increase revenue within their practice so they're generating more revenue. And then what to do as far as steps with paying off your debt. Then where to put your money with different investments, whether it's cash value life insurance, dividend paying stocks. I'll, I'll let you get into that. Um, but what I will say, just from working with you for a number of years now, is I have seen a big difference really as a group with your clients compared to other people we work with. As a whole, as a whole group, I've worked with a lot of people uh, that are your clients. They're all very well off financially. They've worked themselves out of debt they, that they've been in. But for the most part, too, they don't have much stress. And when I talk to them, they're just typically in a, a good mood. Um, hopefully that makes sense. Um, but I, I've noticed that really as a group. So what I want to talk about today is really the process that you'll take your clients through um, because it applies really to, to most business owners out there and anyone as an individual too, just when we study personal finance and we can have a conversation on it. Hopefully everyone viewing this um, can get get some value out of it and apply something if it's a fit for, for, fit for them personally. No, I think that's great. I, the reason I talk about financial freedom is just people, get people's attention. What I truly want is for them to just have choices and peace in their life. It's about living life, you know, free and peace and money's an issue of it. And most people just do stupid things with money. I'm an expert because I'm a doctor, which means <laughs> I've made more financial mistakes than any of your clients will ever do. But I hopefully have learned from them. And I want to share with them. I think in this little short podcast, I can give them the secret, the best things you can do with your money. Um, you know, of course, besides partying and stuff like that. Uh, that uh, can help you get to a place where you can be extremely wealthy. So and yeah. it doesn't take much. Yeah. And sharing your experiences, I appreciate that. Experiences are one of the, in my, in my opinion, the best way to learn, seeing what others have done successfully and then where they've messed up. And if we don't view someone else's um, experiences or see where they've messed up, we're probably going to do it on our own. Like we're going to mess up ourselves. I've messed up more times than I can count, but I appreciate you sharing it all. Um, so let's let's get on into it. I know you've got some visuals you'd like to share. I'm going to well. go ahead uh, and yeah. we'll, we'll kind of go through the visuals and uh, and and go through through a step by step plan yeah. to quickly make you 100% returning money guaranteed without risk right off the bat. And then from then on, once your debt is paid, what to do with your money and uh, 
So I'm, I'll go ahead and share my screen here. I'll interject throughout it where I have questions. Sure. Yeah. sure. So this is about really creating financial freedom. And it starts off actually with learning how to make more money. I mean, understanding that um, uh, where, do, where do we find money? Now, I'm going to talk about some of the books I've written, some of the books that you're able to just download for free. Uh, that will tell you exactly how many, where to find the money, how to expand your money. I think a lot of people, uh, what I, uh, the, the, the clients that I've coached, and of course, by the way, I've coached my entire dental team. Many of them are debt-free, uh, which means they own their house, their car, everything. Many of them understand how to invest in the market now. Uh, I've kind of taken them through that process. But uh, the thing is, is that we need to have mentors and maybe through a, um, a study group that you might have, I would find people who are, that you wanna learn from that are very good at what they do that are doing what you, or maybe what you want to do or what doing what you're doing. And uh, great ones will always wanna share with you. Also, if you own a business and whatever, I would be looking around for someone that actually can coach you through the process to increase your business success. And I would, before I went into their coaching, I follow up with people they coached before to see if they're telling the truth anyway. Uh, paying off all debts is the fastest way to become wealthy. I'll just tell you that right now. All my clients, what I do is I show them how to make more money and I will focus all their money on paying off debts, which means their house, their car, their business, everything. Normally, most people that I work with could be debt-free somewhere between, and they have a lot of debt, by the way, somewhere between uh, three to five years. I mean, I'm talking millions. So uh, it is, uh, it's just changing their, their business uh, strategies and the way they run their business. Another thing is uh, create your own personal bank. I like that because it protects your family. And it gives you a place for access for money anytime. And by the personal bank, we're talking about high cash value, whole life insurance, the 90-10 model that I learned from Steve. That's why I sent a lot of people to Steve because once they focus on their debt reduction, and actually sometimes you can even do it earlier, you can use part of your bank to pay off your debts and still make the same amount of money growing at the same time. And then learn to invest on your own. And that is like through a non-Schwab, Schwab. I like Charles Schwab to invest in. I'm gonna tell you probably the best way you can ever invest your money. It's simple, it beats the S&P 500. You never worry about the market going up or down. Matter of fact, you hope it goes down. And it's just the neatest way to invest and we'll talk about that. And that's really actually through buying blue chip dividend paying stocks, you know, the aristocrats that have paid dividends for the past 25 years. And I, I kind of use the IQT newsletter to guide me through that. But I, I, I just put together a new book. Um, it's pretty long. It's like 42 pages. And it's everything you need to know about investing in this. I even give you the stocks that are probably a good way to start. Uh, you kind of start into it. Now, I'll talk about that a little later. And then a lot of times we're taught to fund the 401k and... Uh, if you basically are an owner and you have a 401k or type of retirement plan, I would make it a Roth IRA or I discontinue it. And I, I, I used to have a 401ks to find benefit plan. And all I did was lose money because the people that took the money were the ones who were managing the plan and the brokers and advisors. So I'm not really big on them. 
you can learn to do this. Just read my 42 pages. That's all you need. Uh, and then, and then really, once you have a game plan about how you're going to be financially free, once that's in place and you're on your path to units, you can live, you can live as if you're already free. And that's what I recommend you do. I mean, it's really paying attention to the important things in your life, your family. If family, if if you have to work more hours and whatever, I would probably wait a little longer to get debt as long as I have spent more time with my family. I've been married uh, 53 years. I have, you know, five children, 13 grandchildren and, and an incredible wife. And uh, by the way, I always have the last word with her. And that is, yes, dear, you're always right. Uh, try to remember that one. It will help. Um, and so this is uh, Will Rogers. And he says, the problem with America isn't so much what people don't know. The problem is what people think they know just isn't so. Those that use financial advisors, those that invest in mutual funds, basically they will be taking 25 to 70% of what you make in the market if you're doing investing. Now, I know some of you out there are, are involved in real estate. I, th I think real estate is actually a very good place to invest as long as you understand real estate and you use that as a form of passive income. Dividend investing is a form of passive income. It's probably the easiest and you never worry about the market as long as you're with great companies. Okay, so extremely wealthy people consistently do six things. Number one, they eliminate debt very early because they understand that's the fastest way to uh, be become wealthy. And it's also the, it's, your return on paying off debt is over 100% return. And I'll show you that. They spend their, their money wisely, getting maximum value for every dollar. They uh, consistently increase both their active and, and their passive income. What I'm gonna talk today about also, and Warren Buffett said this, if you don't find a way to make money while you're sleeping, you'll be working the rest of your life. And so, um, you know, the personal bank is a way that money grows and actually, you know, have the advantage of taking out money later, you know, tax-free and it's growing and while, and you'll be able to use it while you're sleeping. Dividend investing. It's like little cash machines that just give you money every month. Um, then also be aggressive saver. And what I mean by saver is you look at what you really need to spend on and then you basically use the um, set a certain amount to pay off and I say debt. And you do that not through budgeting, which fools people because, well, I see how much budget can I spend toward debt? No, it's through automation, which means you'll take 20% of what you make every month and just focus on debt. It just goes right out of your bank. And I, I'll tell you what, I can guarantee you, you will be, you can take 20% of whatever you make and, and pay it toward debt, so just like a tax, and you'll be broke at the end of the month just like you are now, because it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's automation. We'll just keep spending your money if we don't. Uh, then another part, they learn to invest their own. They find a good strategy and stick with you. I will give you a strategy. I think it's the best I've found. Uh, and you can do, you need to do your homework on it, but I would be practicing on it. My little book kind of takes you through it step-by-step, step, but I'm going to recommend other books that I think you should start with. And they're very short books because I'm not much of a reader. 
Um, basically, you can listen to their audibles. They're less than, a little bit more than an hour long, either book, and that's all you'll need. And then leave a legacy. I mean, what's so great about my clients is that once they're debt-free, now when you're debt-free, each one of you out there, I just want to remind you, right now, two-thirds of whatever you make in life is going to debt. When you become debt-free, and most of you could be debt-free in five to seven years. Maybe some of you could be debt-free in three years. So maybe some of you are debt-free now. But once you're debt-free, you'll have three times the amount of money to make a difference, whether it's investing, whether it's to teach your children, you know, how to invest in the market and, and open up a, a basically a Roth IRA for them, like I've done with all my children and grandchildren. And I'm teaching my grandchildren, yes, they're eight or nine years old, how to invest in the market. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, go ahead, a question there, Steve? Yeah, so two thirds of your money goes towards debt. So your philosophy is pay the debt off early. If it takes anywhere three to seven years, delay gratification, if you want to call it that. So you're not going to take money and go spend it. Instead, let's wipe all of our debt out. You're going to show, show us how to increase your income to do that. But then once the debt's paid off, now you have that additional two-thirds, which you can put wherever you want and aggressively save if your goal is to save. Right. And actually enjoy your life, too, by the way. I mean, you know, that means that you'll have like 70% or 65% of the money you make free. And because you're already living on 30% right now. And uh, so I'll show you the power of that, but also learn how in your business, how to be much more profitable in your business. And it's not by cutting overhead. That's one thing. But basically, it's how to sell more of your product, how to be better at your product and whatever, and get a coach and not be afraid to pay that coach to learn that. Now, you know, my program is like $72,000 for a year's coaching. They'll make an extra 500000 Some will make a million just because I coached them. Um, and it's just, it is, it has little to do with them. It's basically systems and things like that. So leave a legacy. And uh, this is my legacy right now. Now I've created a website. Now people call me Ace. Um, I've always gone by the name Ace and I'm a doctor. So it's, the website is called drace.com. It's a hard one to remember. And basically in the website, You'll look up here. I have videos that talk step-by-step step how to get a debt, all the other stuff on, um, you know, the financial mistakes people make, also the, the things that people tell you that aren't true. And I'm, it, it, I did these a few years ago. I'm going to be updating, but they're still good today. You can download the audios and listen to them. There's also resources and handouts that are, is uh, important. It has my books in it. And I'll show you that. It has a way of looking at um, uh, uh, in, in, in investing in dividend stocks. It's just a, a step. Everything's free on the website. Uh, you could actually, I have a new book out um, that you can go and buy at Amazon. I'll show you that book. And I make three bucks on it. So I'm cleaning up. And, the, uh, and then basically, or you can just download it for free because it'll be all right. I can handle the three bucks. Um, so we'll talk about that. But there's uh, you hit the resources. Uh, this talks about how you can figure out exactly how much money is being spent toward interest on your house payments. And this is a, a seminar handout. There's some other things on that website. 
So this is what I want to tell you. Most people just, it's hard for them to believe it, but here's someone that uh, has a $360,000 house, 30-year mortgage, 3.34%. Now, if you look, and they're paying around $1,584 and just the basic payment of the house, not the interest or whatever, and you can see that this money, 584 of this money is paying off the house. That means the bank is getting $1,000 from you. Mm-hmm. They're getting two thirds of that money. Actually three times. So basically this is not a 3% loan, right? Yeah. Once you understand this, it's a 172% loan. And if you'd like to make 172% return on your money, you pay another 584 towards your principal. Got it. So are you gonna walk through how you yeah. came to the 172? Yeah, sure. Basically, okay. it's real simple. Yeah. You divide five, five twenty-eight uh, into. Let's see. Into let me see. This is five twenty-eight divided into one thousand. It should come out one hundred seventy-two. Got it. Okay. Or is your total payment if you will go back? Right. But yeah. also, don't forget to. You had to make. You had to make probably fifteen hundred dollars. Pay tax on it to pay the interest. Mm-hmm. So basically it's like three times your money because you you really saved $1,500 that you had to earn and pay tax on it. So you had $1,000 to give to the bank. Oh, by the way, how much interest are you making from the bank now? That's right, zero. Yeah. yeah. And so you're giving them every month. I mean, that kind of makes you feel good, doesn't it? Yeah. So you're giving them every month three times uh, you know, $1,000 in interest. And so you can go to Dr. Calculator, go to the website, and it'll show you how to find out exactly, put your mortgage in as Dr. Calculator slash Carl's Mortgage, and um, it shows you exactly how to figure it out. Nice. Okay. I want to cover, you know, I'm gonna, I mean, I could spend a long time on this whole process, but what I want to teach you or share with you is that I can make 172% return on my money by paying an extra 584 each month. I could eliminate $1,000 I never have to give them. Mm -hmm. How long does it take you to make an extra $1,000? Yeah. If you go back here and wipe out the 172% that's on the screen, does this calculator show the total dollar amount you pay in interest to the bank? Oh, absolutely. It does. This uh, doctor calculator will show you down below exactly um, what, I mean, I could even bring up Dr. Calculator and I could show you how we figured this out, but it'll show you how much interest. Usually uh, over the period of 30 years, you're gonna be paying a really a 50% average of interest. But the thing is, is if you, each one of you has the ability, I mean, if you really focused your money, you really thought about it and you knew this was important, you would be able to pay your house off in five to seven years. And I carry you step by step in my in the in the at the website how to do this step by step. I also carry it in my book. So you need to sit down with your significant other. You know the other one that's the spender. Of course, you may be the spender, but uh, once the spender knows that he's being ripped off, and he's paying you know sometimes two hundred percent return on your money. If it's a six percent loan, it could be seven hundred percent interest on that on that loan that year. So I cover that in my book. So by basically paying an extra 584, you just made 172%. Where are you gonna do that in any of your assets? 
No place. This is the fastest way to become wealthy. This is my new book. It's called The New Wealth Paradigm for Financial Freedom. It's about 130 pages. You can go on, like I said, you can go to uh, Amazon. It's on Amazon. I have an audio on it also. But what I would recommend is you just download the book and um, on uh, on my website. And or if you like a handbook, you can just go to Amazon. I get three bucks. So. So places to put your money. So right now, inflation's up to 7%. Isn't that great? The average has been around 3%. Okay. Uh, we have inflation. We increase taxes. All these things are going to be taking your money away. And so what we need to do is maximize our benefits and figure ways to eliminate the, the what how inflation affects us. Okay. And uh, paying off debt, once you're debt-free, what does it really take to live on? If you, this is where people put their money sometimes, under the mattress, you get 0% return. Your bank, checking account, 0% return. Now you can put in the savings account, your bank, it gives 0.01% return. Uh, you put in a money market, the same short-term treasury bill, 0. I mean, there is nothing here. Now, fortunately, we have, Whole high cash value, whole life insurance, which you might get four to five percent return, and which is a tax-free, which is great. That will beat inflation, the average inflation. So it is a good place to put your money. Dividend investing. Uh, actually, if you invested in 2009 in dividend investing, you would have made over actually uh, over 17 to 18 percent return on your money. Wow, which was pretty good. Yeah, uh, debt-free. Uh, remember, I just showed you how to make 100% return on your money just by paying off debt. Over a period of time, it actually builds it up. And then I think invest in yourself. I mean, if you really have someone that you can, you know, a program that will show you step by step or someone that you can coach with. Now, sometimes, I mean, if someone came to me locally and asked me about this, I just sit down and share with him because it's my legacy. And I wouldn't charge him anything. I mean, the reason I charge the other dentists that amount of money is because I want them to pay attention to me. Yeah. <laughs> if they're going to pay, <laughs> they start listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know you, we, I think a lot of people chuckle at that, but there's some seriousness to that. I mean, if someone gives you free advice, you might listen to them if you know who they are. But if you pay, pay them, you're definitely going to listen. Um, I'm a big believer in investing in yourself, personal development, business development, it's the area, just as I look over the, the past 10 years of business, I've spent the most there um, from a dollar standpoint and also a time standpoint. Um, specifically, like when I just to give a quick example on time is just the, the idea of communication and effectively communicating cash value life insurance or a complex topic in English. Um, that's something that's always been a struggle of mine. So what I'll do with a lot of our videos, for example, is just reshoot them, take my time, make sure the point is emphasized, work, work on a different tonality, uh, or different, how can I put this, adjust my tone as needed to emphasize different points. Um, just taking the time to really invest into myself and our company, we'll do it with all of our, our, our agents here to improve production. That's the point. Right. No, that's yeah. good. Another thing I didn't mention here, but I think it's very important is to get rid of your demons. I was uh, raised by uh, a single mom. 
my father left when I was three. Actually, my mom got rid of him. He's really a cool guy, but he seemed like to womanize a lot. Uh, anyway, so I grew up thinking that I was the little boy at three years old that broke up their marriage. And so I had to prove that I wasn't bad as I thought I was. The trouble is you carry this through this. There's a lot of things that each of you carry that holds you back. Some of you are poverty mindset. You've been trained that way. And sometimes you're self-destructive on yourself and you'll destroy things that when things go, this whole idea, well, if things are going great, then uh, it has to go bad. Those are all encodings that you were trained by your parents. We have to find a way. And I actually recommend a couple of places you could probably learn. It's in my book that can help you with those issues. That's one of the main things I have to work with my doctors on is to realize that they're okay. And they can be open to abundance in their lives. And uh, so it is letting go of the demons in your past. You were gonna say something, Steve? Yeah, kind of adjusting your mindset um, to say, hey, if I make this decision, it's gone bad or poorly for me in the past. I don't know about it. We hesitate and don't make a decision, whether it's investing in ourselves, paying for a mentor, whatever it might be. We don't make that decision out of fear, if we want to call it that. Right. Is that kind of what you're hitting on? Sort of, but also uh, a lot of us have been having codings from our family, okay. past history, relationships. And basically, a lot of them happened before we were seven years old that we carry in our, in our future. And so to really truly be at peace with you, you sometimes have to address those issues and let them go because we can let emotional pain go and other things like that. Uh, some people like, uh, you know, um, uh, going through and, um, um, you know, following different advices or books that help you address that issue. But I, I address a lot of that stuff in, in my book. So got it. Okay. Uh, so inflation right now uh, in the past has averaged around 2.8%. Right now it's around 7%. So we have to really kind of figure out what we're going to do. By the way, I would highly recommend any business owners out there to raise your fees right now because everyone else are raising their fees. A lot of times we don't raise our fees, but I would look locally what other people charge and stuff like that. I know there's certain limits, but um, it, it's okay, I give you permission. Anyway, this is another part of my resources. So this, if you have a, a basically a brokerage account, you're using a broker or you're doing it yourself, I want you to go in, download this little Excel sheet and then Put in what you started with at the beginning of the year and then how much you added and follow that through for the past six, seven, eight, maybe 10 years. You might be surprised if you would have just put it in the S&P 500. By the way, dividend investing does better if you know what you're doing than that. Uh, so I'll show you an example of that. This is my book. You can download that. This is my safe investing, the deal about understanding how to invest in dividend blue chip stocks. Uh, it'll carry you step by step. And I'll talk a little bit about that. But Warren Buffett always says, don't lose your money. And rule two is don't see rule one. And so we, a lot of times we do stupid things with our money. Like here's an example of a, um, basically, this is one of my doctors. Um, he started with seven, in, in, he had a, kind of like a SEP IRA, so he could put around 15,000 a year in. So he had seven, eight, and he was working through a broker and he put 7,800, the next year he put 1,400, next year he put 1,500. And he watched it grow to basically from the year 2009 to 2021 to 292,000, okay. Now, 
This, this calculates how much he made from his broker. Every time it's red, that means he, the broker lost money from him. Every time it's black, you that's uh, like this year he made, um, the broker made an extra versus the S&P, $933, okay? And so basically at the end of in 2021, he had lost a total of 145,000. You can download this and check and see how your broker did or how you did. And so he lost 145,000 and he felt bad about that. But I said, don't worry about that. Let me make you feel worse. Uh, <laughs> I always like doing that. So basically I took the 145,000, put it in 8% like the S&P 500 over 30 years. And guess what? You really lost $1.6 million. Does that make you feel better? What I wanted to make him sure he understood that he has to understand how you can invest on your own. And it's a fairly simple approach to doing that. Now, those that are in real estate, you understand that. I mean, those that are successful in real estate. But a lot of you, I think the best place to put your money besides first, remember, 100% returning money guaranteed is paying off debt. Once you're debt-free, you focus on learning, you know, I mean, I'd probably create a personal bank. And then I would also focus my money on learning slowly how to go into the market, open a Schwab account. It's very simple. I'm training my eight-year-old uh, and my 14-year-old grandchildren how to do this. You can do this. And, uh, and I, I carry you step-by-step on how to do that. Anyway, understanding brokers, mutual fund managers, and stuff like that, I just want to rely, they are salespeople. They will charge you 1% to 3% of your entire portfolio, even if you lose money. They will take 50 to 70% of your gains. They will continually buy and sell stocks, giving you more transaction fees, increased taxes. They will confuse you with terms like modern portfolio design, asset allocation, and and you don't uh, you don't learn how to invest your own. They don't want you to learn. I mean, and lots of people do stupid things when you invest on your own. The key is if you don't know much about the market or whatever, and you have some money to put away, just put in the S and P 500 index fund through Schwab, and don't worry about it. Let it go. But I index um, the power of investing in dividends. It will give you a constant source of income for the rest of your life. And it doesn't matter if the market goes down, it, your income will continually grow from those dividends. That's the power of dividend. And by the way, the S&P 500 does 96% better than these every year. Now, on the average, probably the S&P does better than all of them. So, so these are three books that I want you to read. They're very easy to read if you're interested and learning how to invest on your own. Dividend Growth Machine and Dividend Investing Made Easy by Cratter. I really like this um, Dividend Growth Machine. And then you can download my book. It's 47 pages and basically how to create passive income for life. Because That's remember, mm -hmm. if, you don't, if you can't make money while you sleep, you are gonna work the rest of your life. What were you gonna say? Yeah, and that's so. Your book is that primarily based off your experiences, what you've done, and what you've learned just just throughout life with dividend-paying stocks. No, I sorry, I copied everything from these guys, <laughs> <laughs> but I put my own tone to it. Right on, very nice, very nice. You know, I, I listen to a, a lot of books. I've been doing dividend investing 
uh, for the past four years. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned from another friend of mine who taught me. And so I'm, I, I basically get into the detail because I like detail. I want to know how to do it. I want to do it step by step and because I'm a slow learner. And once I have to learn every step of the way so I can understand it, but it makes me actually a pretty good teacher. And so this book is exactly step by step. But I indulge yourself, learn in this. I even give you the stocks you should be looking at right now. Uh, great companies that pay dividends. Now, this is a friend, and Denny taught me this. This is um, Denny's Retirement Saga. Now, Denny was a, a real canal specialist, a good friend of mine. And he wanted to retire at age 50 and never work again, okay? So um, at age 50, he retired. Now, Denny stopped working in May 2008. He had, uh, uh, he was making around $60,000 in dividend, which wasn't much, but he had some other investments, other places that were bringing other money in. And what happened to his portfolio I think his portfolio was probably about 1.5 million, 1.3 million, which was pretty good debt-free. I mean, you're in pretty good shape, right? But he he knew he didn't want to use that money at all. That money will never actually take money away. He'll just live off the dividends. And so Denny, he had his debt paid off. He had his number he was making, and he was making 60,000 a year. Now, remember, if you're making 60,000 a year, if that's all you're making, there is no tax on your dividends. A, a couple has to be over 70,000. There is no tax. If you make up to 400, I think 50,000, it might be 500, it's in my book. But basically it's only 15% tax when you're living on dividends. So the tax, another big deal is taxes. How do you eliminate taxes? Well, dividends help you do that. So remember what happened in um, 2008, the market dropped in half, right? So. His, his portfolio pretty much dropped about, about 35 to 40%. The market dropped 50% in March 2009, right? Now, Denny knows you don't sell during this. This is the time you buy, okay? Mm-hmm. And when you have dividends, you don't care if the market drops in half because what happened to his dividends? Basically, they moved up to almost $80,000 couple of reasons. These great companies increase dividends every year, especially with down markets. Secondly, he was able to buy some of these companies at half price, which means he got great dividends at half price. Great income vehicle. That's the whole goal. This is all, I mean, you will never sell your stocks. These are great companies like 3M, T. Rowe Price, um, IBM. These are great companies that have paid dividends for almost some of them over 60 years. And they've increased their dividends every year. So you're getting the same amount of money no matter if the stock's in half or not. And matter of fact, it will continue to go up. So we don't care if the market goes up. I'd like to see these stocks grow. That's great, but you don't care. Mm-hmm. And it's a mindset that most people just don't understand. So now he has lived on dividends. That means living on his dividends. And um, and plus, you know, besides that, uh, he, he still has his stocks. Now, basically, his number grew five times. So his maybe 1.5, might have been 2 million, might be 10 million now. 
And he's never added more to it. He's added more to it because he uses some of his dividends to reinvest. But now, just think about this. He's never worked since. His In this portfolio, is now he's getting $327,000 a year in dividends. Mm-hmm. Not And it has not worked since. All and the deal is he, yeah. he has all income. And basically, he's lived off this, but he's used someone to reinvest in the market and buy more. And he's never worked a day since. And he says he drunk, uh, lives like a drunken sailor. Uh, he probably does, but... Uh, but uh, his wife also has dividend investing. And basically she was taught, uh, he taught her how to uh, do dividend investing. And so it, uh, it's an inter- interesting story. Uh, in 2000, and they got actually, both uh, spouses died in the past, but basically, so they got together in 2014 or 13 and, um, and, and married. And when her husband died in 2012, she went to a broker and said, here's my money, please invest it safely for me. Great, okay. So Denny asked the broker in 2014 about the the portfolio. And he asked her how much did the, um, how much did they make on, on her money? And he said, well, this year we made 5%. Great. Then he asked her the question, what did the S&P 500 do that year? Well, uh, 32%. <laughs> oh, oh, by the way, how much did you charge her to get the 5%? Well, it was only $28,000 in commissions. So basically, Denny sat down with her and taught her dividend investing. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. And she likes to, you know, get dividends somewhere between three to four and a half, five percent. I explain all that stuff in the book. So anyway, now the big lie is retirement. I mean, what's interesting, 401ks is just a way for people to get ripped off. And now I say, if you're working with a company that will match your money, match the money, put in the S&P 500 and don't think about it. Okay, that's fine. At least you're getting 100% return on your money just by them matching the money, okay? If you have your own company and you have a 401k, my recommendation is you teach, you give your employees what you would give in their 401k, those who wanted to match it, and tell them put in a Roth IRA through Schwab and just close the plan down because there's a couple of reasons. Well, for example, when you look at this book, it's kind of interesting. What, what he says is that, if you have a Roth or an IRA, regular IRA, you get to, you know, uh, basically they give you like $1,800 that you didn't have to pay in taxes because if you would have, you know, on $6,000, you would have paid $1,800 in taxes. So because of that, over the period of time, total loan, uh, uh, that basically represents like $63,000 they gave you. But in return, the government, gets paid back 760,000 in taxes because you decided to be with them. That's a little interesting idea. My recommendation is that if you want an IRA, do a Roth IRA. If you have a 401k, I'd move it over into an IRA through Schwab, I'd pay the tax and make it a Roth. And then from then on, whatever grows is tax-free, okay? So problem is tax deferred, It does not eliminate taxes. You, you, know, you can pay it now 
and basically, and, and we know that taxes are always going to get lower, right? <laughs> I mean, okay. It's possible. Yeah. Not a chance in hell. Uh, you can lose 50 to 70% of return, just about those 2 to 3% fee, because when you're in a 401k, they just keep taking the money, especially in a mutual fund. You cannot take the money out without penalty. This one great thing about you know our personal bank with whole life insurance is that what's great about that is that we can take money out in the process. And we, it, basically, and it still grows tax-free. It's a, it's a great deal. You must, if you do take it out, uh, you have to take it out at 72. If you don't, there's a large penalty of doing it. You can't write off losses in a 401k. The government can change the rules at any time, which they have, in the, you know, especially in the Roth IRA. As an owner, you have to pay the fees and expenses for all your employees. I rather just what I'm doing with my employees, I, I've told them that um, if you open an account and a Roth IRA, I'll give you $1,000 to start it. And I will match your money up to, you know, for it. If you want to add more money to your Roth IRA that year, I'll kind of match the money that you add to it. So basically, they'll probably be putting in like, 2,500, I'll probably put 3,500 in. Okay. But basically, I want everyone to have a Roth and teach them. Then I'm going to teach them how to do dividend investing so they understand that. So that was pretty much my show. Uh, much appreciated. Thank you for going through that. So the, the thing is, is that we need to educate ourselves and learn how to do these things ourselves. And it's not that hard. If my 10-year-old or my 13-year-old uh, grandchild can do dividend investing just by basically looking at the dividend aristocrats, and uh, I explained how to look at them when they're undervalued, because you only want to buy great companies like Warren Buffett says, when they're undervalued, and you can look at that by looking at their 52-week highs, and you can look at companies that have been paying dividends for over 25 years, consistently increasing dividends during that time. And in, uh, in the book, I, I have I show you all those companies that you can kind of look at. It's not a, that's a no-brainer. No. no, I mean, my biggest observation, just as you went through that, is with dividend-paying stocks, don't be focused on the balance at all. If you're interested in it, it's really just a play of, here's money I'm going to add, and it's an income play, where I've got the increasing income over time. If I don't need all of it, I can have it reinvested to purchase more. Maybe I need it or want it later. But in the event of a 2008, if I lose value, my income will not be cut in half. So no, you're, you're, the income even correct. goes up. Yeah. And, and the good news is you're able to take that, reinvest that money from the dividends while you have a job. That's you just reinvest it. It's like a, you know, a rocket booster. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's interesting, like, how come Denny was able to get five times as much? Because he reinvested his dividends. Mm -hmm. And he lived off some of those dividends, by the way, but he reinvested. I mean, and the, another thing, you never have to sell stock. Uh, basically, a lot of people will, will uh, basically go, they have this amount of money, they work with a broker, they're not thinking of dividends. Now, you could buy the S&P 500. It has dividends, but only pays 1.3% in dividends. I want you to get three and a half 
to maybe up to five or 6%. Now you don't wanna go with companies that are paying even higher than that because it's questionable how long they'll be around. But if you can buy companies that have been increasing dividends for 25 to 60 years, like Coca-Cola has every year, you don't care where the price is. You just hope the market goes down so that you can buy. And the only time you look at the market is once a month when you look and see how much dividends do I have in there? And you've added money from your bank account automatically. Now, remember, we're not going to, I would highly recommend you practice with this with maybe three, four, five thousand dollars just to get the feel of buying five to 10 stocks off that. So you get a feel for how to do this while you're paying off debt because debt is the way, by the way, debt is the devil. I mean, if you didn't know it, but debt. Is the, is the fastest way by paying off debt is the fastest way to become wealthy. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. So there's two points I want to hit on um, just from that slide and the entire presentation. Well, let's first hit the, the one that everyone's going to have questions on, which is debt. When you hear, what about good debt? Or what if I leverage debt to grow my business? For example, I have a line of credit uh, that I've drawn on occasion if I am looking at a big purchase or I see an opportunity. Like when COVID hit, um, digital ad spend really went down. A lot of people pulled back. So I viewed it as an opportunity to really lean into the marketing. We had increased it right before. Really what happened is I'm like, all right, should I pull back? Let's leave my let's leave our foot on the gas for a little bit and see what happens. But what it helped me and kind of gave me that just a little bit of peace of mind was I've got this additional funding over here at the line of credit where I can lean into it more, especially where other people, competitors are backing out. So it lets me absorb more market share that way. So there's times I'll look at debt from a leverage standpoint. And of course, I, I pay it back quickly. But what are your thoughts on that as far as using debt as a me, as a means of leverage to try and accelerate? No, no, I, no I, I agree with that as a business person. But a lot of people you go on debt for personal reasons and personal. Like that. And, uh, uh, but, uh, but you just said the magic word. Then until I, I will pay it back quickly. Yeah, that's the secret. So the deal is it, the idea, oh, you know, a 30 year loan, this is great. I mean, like, look how much extra money I have to spend and whatever. And they're just taking two thirds of that money for the bank. I mean, you, once you understand that, you know, you, you need yeah. to pay off your house and all your other stuff and don't spend any more money in five to ten, seven years, you will have your freedom. Yeah. I mean, and basically you can live on one income and spend the other spouse's income on paying off the house because you're making over 100% return on your money. Yeah. And then, by the way, you know, the spouse, you know, she always wants the house paid off because she knows she, she's going to get it in the divorce. But it's still okay because, you know, it's they're going to get it anyway. It doesn't matter. I know what you mean. <laughs> um, but, but overall, with the, the personal debt, the long-term debt, instead of stretching that out and prolonging it, it, look at the numbers, see how much the dollar amount, you can look at the, the rate of return as well, but the dollar amount you're paying to institutions, and that's that's the bad thing where you look at and say, no, get rid of that first, because that's just going to be a slow drag. You're, you're running for 30 years with, cin- with cinder blocks on you, so you're going to slow down naturally. Um, get rid of it, and then you can sprint. Right. And also, you know, the point is, is you're making 100% return your money. Yeah. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first of the 30 year mortgage, the first 17 years is almost 100% interest. Yeah. Every month you're paying 100%. Interest. Uh, I mean, I would actually, if I was going to buy uh, a house, I would get a 15 year mortgage. 
Mm -hmm. It would significantly drop the amount. If you can't afford a 15-year mortgage, you don't really shouldn't really afford that house. Yeah, I hear you there. Um, no, and I, I agree with you from a long long-term debt standpoint. I mean, I don't there's debt I have when I look at my mortgages, commercial one, they're longer term, but at the same time, when I have excess cash, I pay them down or that's the intent. It's just a, I, I, I leverage it for business more than anything else. Um, and then with the personal debt, the long term is the, the thing that you don't like because I'll, and this is for anyone who might be new at business, a big struggle of mine in the beginning when I was getting things going is I didn't have any money um, and I was really struggling and how I survived was with credit cards. So I ran up a lot of debt trying to just keep my head above water as underwater, but that did buy me enough time just to really learn as the years passed, as I earned $5,500 in the first year, 8,000 the second year, keep in mind, I said year there, um, but the credit card is what helped me in the beginning. And it was debt, which I had to pay more interest. But at the same time, that's just what it call it a flotation device until I could make it. Well, you know, I was just looking at the other uh, my credit cards, which I always pay off. And it said, you know, the interest and it's, I mean, I have good credit. So it's, it's only 20% if you borrow from it. Uh, if you borrow money from it, it's like 25%. Uh, but that's all right. If you can pay it off in a year, you're only paying 20%. Uh, mm -hmm. That's great. But if you, you you did it over 30 years, it would probably be close to 2,000%. Uh, yeah. So the point is, is if you if sometimes we have to use debt to get the things we want to come up. Now, another thing about the personal bank, which I kind of like, is that when the market dropped in 2000, March uh, to 2020 in half, I could easily have gone into my my uh, personal bank and borrowed, you know, maybe a million dollars and and just jump in because I feel very comfortable knowing that I'm buying great companies that have been paying dividends for a long time. So they're very strong. The only time you get out of one of these companies, if they cut dividends or stop paying dividends, you know, and then you know that the company may have trouble. Fortunately, the companies that are these blue chips that have been around a long time, that have always increased dividends are not the ones that rarely ever cut dividends. Got it. I understand. Okay. Thank you for covering that. The other point I wanted to hit on, um, we mentioned being a slow learner. I am too, but not the fact that, that you're slow. I don't think you're slow. It's more so just taking the time, you mentioned taking the time to understand how it works with dividend paying stocks. Maybe yes. it's debt and how much interest you're actually paying. Maybe it's cash value life insurance. When we first connected, you had a lot of questions on that. Um, and on our last podcast, I mentioned this. I thought you were an agent from the questions you were asking. Um, and you weren't, obviously. <laughs> but you had a lot of detailed questions because you're trying to grasp an understanding on how does the product work and really how do I generate more cash value? That, that's what the main point of interest is. And that's what most people we work with, what their interest is. Um, but taking the time to learn for ourselves or have a, have a good enough understanding where if someone asks me, how does that your whole life insurance policy work? Can I explain it with confidence and accurately in 30 to 60 seconds? Yes. If, if not, if I stumble over my own words, if it takes longer, that's where me personally, I would look at the situation and say, okay, I cannot articulate this. So either A, I do understand it, I just need to practice communicating it so I can make it sound like I actually know what I'm talking about, or B, I don't get it. And when I try and explain it, I question, 
is what I said just really true? Like what I just said, is that really true or is it not accurate? Then I have to go back into it, dig, dig into everything and really learn it. So it's just really taking the time, putting the work in, which a lot of people don't don't do as much, not as much as they used to. But that is where I see a huge difference just when I looked at look at character of individuals versus those that take the time to read and research and those that don't. Well, the thing is, is in my book, um, just the one I, I did in May last year, um, it, the one you can download for free, basically yeah. I cover a whole chapter on understanding the personal bank. And mm-hmm. uh, if they read that, they should be able to figure, I mean, I, tr- I try to clarify all the questions I had with it in that in that book. Got it. I want I want people if they are uh, selling you know uh, div, uh, you know the personal bank or high cash or whole life insurance, understand that it is a great way to leave legacy. I mean, when you start building up assets, especially once you become debt free. I mean, it becomes exponential the money that you'll have out there. So as you get a little older and you want to get rid of this money, well, basically you have 15,000 each um, that you you and your spouse have that you can basically either create a personal bank or uh, create, you know, um, you know, a standard Schwab account and show them your children uh, how you pass. And this is the way of passing on wealth. And more importantly, it's the knowledge you're passing on. That's probably more important than the money you give them. If you could show them how to use dividend investing or show them how to create a personal bank. I I personally uh, do a personal bank on uh, each one of my children. And um, I basically, I have four daughters. So I I love this part. I have it on their husbands. (laughs) And uh, and my daughters are the only ones that have access to the cash value plus to get the death benefit. So it works out pretty good. And so I, and so, and they don't, they don't have the code to the, the, the cash value, the husband. So <laughs> it's worked out pretty good. So it's a yeah, nice yeah. way to transfer wealth, but also they can borrow from the money. They have uh, other debts like uh, to pay down the house. Uh, as this builds up over time, as the more money goes in there, they can borrow a lot more. And then instead of paying extra to the house, they're paying extra to the cash, to the whole life insurance policy, which is earning money at the same time. It's not yeah. like their house is earning money at the same time. Mm-hmm. So in a way, I mean, I have uh, most, of, like I said, um, almost all, well, all my children are pretty much debt-free except one that's uh, basically, I think they have about 100, 160,000 or 130,000. And with this next payment, they'll probably be able to borrow 70,000 or 100,000 and pay off toward the-, the All but all of it. Yeah, just about all of it. Yeah. All of it. And then they'll just pay the bank back while they're earning money. So they, mm-hmm. it's like you don't even have to borrow money, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. with access to capital. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, thank, thanks so much for going going into that. There's a lot more I can interject to some of the points like paying for knowledge or, or getting the knowledge as far as that being passed down. I mean, when I see someone with a ton of knowledge, I, I would pay to be around them just to absorb what they have in their mind, because that's really that's really where the value is and how you can accelerate time um, as far as your personal growth, whether it's business, personal, whatever it might be. Um, but thank Just you. Just a, re- a, a yeah. reminder that yeah. uh, there are a lot of, I mean, I'm only 77. I mean, I can do this for another 20 or 30 years. That's it. But, uh, but the point is, is that there are a lot of senior people out there that have had businesses that have done really well and are really willing to you know, mentor younger people. 
you yeah. know, younger. I mean, I mean, that's they they know that's a legacy, and a lot of people just ignore them, especially ones that have done well, and create a relationship with that person or whatever, and they'd be glad to just share some other ideas with you. Another thing that I want to remind you is that everything bad is good. I mean, it's interesting because when I go into an office and I look at an office, I mean, I want to look for bad things because I can fix them. If everything's great, then it's hard to fix something. So anything that is um, in your, that you find is bad is gives you an opportunity to fix things. Another thing too, nothing will come into your life. That's negative. That isn't the best, isn't a gift to you. If you see that as a gift, I mean, it might be, oh, I got fired here or something. No, it's a gift because it allows you, I mean, the world's just, the universe is just giving you something that you need to learn from. And it's, I used to fight that. I used to get angry at it. But if you, um, let me just tell you the secret of happiness. It's basically three choices you have. Number one, if something bothers you, uh, you're in a business that's not working or uh, you're in a relationship that just, you know, someone's judgmental and critical of you all the time, you can change it. You can talk to the person. I choose not to be judged or being criticized. If not, I'm not here. And, oh, I didn't know it bothered you. Well, I'm going to change. Okay. So you can change something or you can change something at work. Okay. The second thing is, is that the other choice is you can always leave it. So if it's not working, and uh, someone wants to be judgmental, critical of you, say, no, I'm out of here. And as soon as you made that decision, you're at peace, okay? Because now the third choice is what we have to make all the time. And what amazes me, it's hard for people to make that choice. Now in the army, I was in for 20 years, I couldn't actually leave it. <laughs> I mean, go to prison, I guess I could leave. But the, um, but the point is, is that there, there will be things that come in your life. If you can't change it or you don't want to change it and you don't want to leave it, then the third choice is accept the unacceptable because the only person that makes you upset about anything is you. Why do you choose to be upset of something you don't want to leave or you can't change or yeah. you don't want to change? So I can be totally at peace in my whole life. So I, I challenge each of you when something upsets you or you're angry, you ask yourself three questions. Can I change this? Can or I I can leave it and do something different, or if I have those, I don't want to leave it. I I don't want to change it, or I can't change it. Then I want you just be a, be totally happy with that idiot boss you're working with, and just see how beautiful that idiot boss is. Because I love everything else about that except that person. Yeah, I mean I'm pretty much at peace throughout my whole life, and it's just a better way to be. Oh, by the way, don't stop listening to news. Uh, it, it's a waste. Okay. It just makes you upset. I turned off all my news and uh, it's just easier. Gotcha. Thank you for the delightful tips on life, Ace. I appreciate it. As always. Hey, stick to happiness. <laughs> right on. I do appreciate your time. Thank you very much. This was a lot of fun. I'm sure people got a lot of gems out of it. Um, thank you so much. Anything else you wanted to add before we wrap up today? No, I just, I highly recommend you read those books on dividend investing. Um, uh, uh, that I, I mentioned here, and you can go back and look at it. Also, I, re- I mentioned that um, uh, I, I do go to my website, drace.com, read my book. Hello. Yeah, yeah, drace.com. <laughs> and then um, and kind of listen to the deal. If, if, you, if someone wasn't here, like your spouse, that you wanted to teach about getting out of debt and why we're going to pay off debt, 
then I have some videos up there. They're very short. You can kind of look at that. Got it. Other well, than that, it's been fun. Thank you so much, my friend. Yes, it has, has been a lot of fun. We've got links to your website below. And until next time, my friend, we'll talk to you Good. soon. Enjoy. Thank you so much. Thank Enjoy. You. <laughs> Bye. Thanks. Bye.